Testing, testing, one, two, three. Testing, testing, one, two, three. We are on the air. This is Thesis. Three, two, one. We are on the air. This is Thesis. Everything is everything. I am your host, Jay Marie. How's it going out there, folks? Hope you're doing well. Thank you for showing up and hanging out with us today. Coming to you live from Zombieland. Yes, sir. Well, I uh, want to thank you guys for showing up today and checking in on us. I hope you find yourself well and healthy and safe. It's been a minute, but we've been busy. We stay real busy on this side. Uh, so I am glad you you are here with us because uh, it's been a minute. <laughs> so este, uh, before we get started, um, if you are new to the show and you do like what you hear, please don't forget to hit the subscribe button on Spotify, on YouTube, wherever you're listening to us, on X, follow us on X. Uh, we are everywhere. And uh, if you like what you hear, don't forget to tell your friends about it, too. So I hope uh, I hope you do enjoy what you what you hear today and the other days that we've been here. Estem, so I wanted to, um, you know, it, it, one of the funny things that happens around um, election season, things things get crazy around election time, right? Whenever the elections come around in our in in our nation, and it probably happens all around the world, but definitely here in America, is is things get crazy. Um, there's there's always political movements and you know over here we have uh our our you know we have our freedom of speech and people use uh that to protest and to you know we have protests all the time in washington dc for all kinds of purposes and blm and anti-cop uh protests that become riots and then we have pro-life marches in dc and so we have uh, during the political season when it's the presidential elections or, or 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 national elections, there's always these things brewing up because people are getting excited about voting for their candidate or they're holding rallies as the primaries go on. And, you know, so there's all these there's all these excitement, you know, uh, around election times. And uh, so one of the things, though, that I that I that. I wanted to do is, um, you know, I so I've I've spoken how I work with with homeless people and drug addicts and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, sometimes you have to be firm. Sometimes you have to be uh, like tough love, you know, sometimes. Right. And um, recently I've had to dish out a lot of tough love to some of the people that I work with. Right. Uh and it, it's it's not it doesn't feel good to have to do it, but when you do it out of love, um, it you know that it it it's hopefully helping these folks or this whoever you're talking to, whoever you're giving the tough love to. Hopefully, it awakens something in them to start changing what it is, is that's wrong or going on, right? Because that's the reason why we have to give them tough love because you know they're not doing something right or they keep messing up or whatever. So we. Sometimes we have to do that. And um, you know how we, we do things here. We're, we're about philosophy. We're about uh, empowerment. We're about bettering, bettering ourselves. We're about learning things. We're about teaching and, 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 and growing 
right? We're about freeing ourselves from the enslavement of drugs and 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 these addictions that hold us back, right? So so I I, I have like I there's a message that needs to be heard, right? So I have a message, and I I just took a few, I just put a few words on a piece of paper to kind of direct me in a little bit of what I need. To, but but I think we need to hear a message. There's like a message that we need to hear in the hood. There's a message that we need to hear uh, the creators. There's a, there's a message that we, the movement needs to hear. There's a message that men need to hear. You know, there's this message that needs to be heard. And considering that it's, it's you know, political season or whatever, you're gonna be hearing all kinds of messages as they always do. And you're gonna be hearing and seeing uh, all these things that happening and probably things are going to get rough and there's going to be probably riots and stuff like that. We see what's going on down on the southern border. The, the gates are basically wide open. It's almost like an invasion. When you add up the numbers, you are blown away. Like, why are these things happening? So so there's a there's a there's a there's a tough love that needs to be handed out. So so I want to start with. Uh, my message to the hood, to us, the people like I live in the hood, we live in the hood, all of those here, all of those of us who live here and, and have been here and, you know, are still here because, you know, our roots are here and we don't want to leave and we want to help build our, our neighborhoods up. And then some of us can't leave, you know, some, some of us don't have the resources to, to get out of the neighborhood, to get out of the hood, you know. So this message, I want to start with the message to the hood. It's like, here, here's here's one thing about, you know, about about us in the hood. It's like, you know, we 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 do a lot of bad stuff here, you know, and 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 we don't we kind of seem like we we um we have a tendency of not taking responsibility for our actions and ourselves, you know. I was there long ago. I was an addict. I used to steal. I was a drug. I used to sell dr sell drugs and steal trucks and all these things, right? So, 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 so I was there. So I know, I know all of these things because I was there before. We do bad things, you know, because we don't. There's something inside of us, that, you know. I don't know how, how we grew up or whatever. There's something missing inside of us that makes us do bad things. Right. So so in the hood, we, we, we fuck up a lot, a lot. And and one of the things that we don't do that we don't do is we don't take responsibility for ourselves individually, but also as a community. When, when things are bad in a neighborhood, we always looking to blame somebody else. Uh, uh, neighborhood leaders or church leaders. Or so you always hear them blaming somebody else. It's always the white man's fault. It's always somebody else's fault, right? Uh, 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 gentrification. It's always somebody else's fault. It's never our fault. Crime is never our fault. It's poverty. Oh, it's this and that. It's never the individuals who are stealing or who want to have gold chains or want to look like they're rich or whatever. Who knows what the, the motivations are? Well, we know. I know what the motivations are. It's just about trying to have money and get money. Not much of it. Uh, people don't steal for survival. So we don't take responsibility for ourselves. We see our neighborhoods are dilapidated. We see um, the crime ridden, uh, uh, the crime uh, skyrocketing in some of our neighborhoods. And what do we do? We blame the police. We blame the laws. We blame the white man. We blame people who don't have nothing to do with our decisions that we make every single day. We have short tempers. We don't, we don't know how to chill. We can't be calm. 
at the clubs, we fight if somebody looks at us wrong or looks at our woman. Somebody steps on our shoes over the dumbest shit. We kill each other. And then we wonder why we can't get anywhere in life. Then we wonder why our neighborhoods are the way they are. Then we wonder why people try to get away from the inner cities. White flight. See, and they even blame people for trying to get away. People want to get away from crime, from these things. I want to, my children, I want them to go to a good school. I want them to be safe. I need to get out of the neighborhood. That's kind of something that, that we used to all dream about. To go to somewhere better, something better where we have money and where it's safer and where all these things. But now it's supposed to be looked down upon. We and, and the people who teach us, our neighborhood leaders, some of these pastors, some of these community leaders, they're the ones that speak to us this way. Teachers and stuff like that in the neighborhood schools, they're the ones who tell us these things. They're the ones who tell the kids that, oh, it's the white man's fault that you are that you're in poverty. It's the white man's fault that you're a single, you know, your mom is a single parent. How is that even? But see, here's the problem is that our ignorance doesn't allow, we don't know when they're telling us these things. Well, yeah, because we're, you know, we're angry and we're, you know, all these things. And so, so when we hear these, we hear these things, we're already, our lives is already messed up. We're mad. We're, you know, all the, uh, and so when we hear this, yeah. Of course, we want to because we don't take responsibility. We want somebody else to blame. Yeah, it's the white man's fault. And, and think about this, uh, uh, just so you can see, like, just so you can see the 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 uh, the twisted uh, uh, the way they twist the word, right? So on one side, white flight is to blame. All the white people left, so that means I guess they took their money. They took, I don't know, their whatever that fixed the streets, and now there's crime. They took lawless, they took lawfulness with them. What did they take with them? Right. So so they flew, they flight, white flight, it's bad, right? But then when when oh shit, outside money comes starts coming in. Uh, white people with rich money, when they start building in the neighborhood, they're starting to clean the parks, they're starting to do these things, and oh gentrification. Like that's bad. So so we can't have it both ways. But this is what they teach us in school. This is what our community leaders constantly tell us. This is what people in our community, people that we look up to, you know, I don't know, rappers and people who, you know, that represent our, our, our you know, represent our us, you know, ignorant stuff, po looking and pointing at stuff like this. That doesn't make any sense when you when you sit back and look at it. White flight. But then and then uh, um, uh, gentrification is bad. So it's like, what's what you just want us to stay here. And see, here's the problem with us in the hood, since we're ignorant, since we don't read books. I mean, damn, how many of y'all, how many of us out there read books? How, how many, how was it ever told to us in school? I mean, they mentioned it to us, but was it ever like instilled in us to read books or audio books and all these things? No, books, books were like for suckers, you know, like, ah, oh, this nigga reading books. That's how we used to think back in the day. Books are for sex. Oh, this nigga thinks he's smart. This nigga thinks he's kicking knowledge. That's how we used to think all the time. That's what we used to say in the hood. Somebody, I remember back in the day, some OG or someone would try to tell us, hey, you know, chill out, carnal. Y'all got to chill out. Y'all got to do things different. Ah, nigga, we nigga kicking knowledge. This nigga thinks he's smart. That's who we are. That's what we are. But we need to awaken. We need to wake up because our uh, ignorance uh, people see that that are smarter than us, politics, politicians and and people who want to abuse the neighborhood, uh, you know, the community or whatever. They see that and they say, man, I could just tell these people whatever I could tell them anything about their skin color. What are they going to get mad? 
And then I could, I could move them this way. I could move them that way. I've seen it here in Dallas, the, the, the south side over by Fair Park. For decades, they've been fighting about, oh, it's bad. It, not bad, but it's dilapidated and there's no money coming in. But then when money did want to come in, they were going to build a cowboy stadium at Fair Park. The city and the people from the neighborhood and all the community leaders and all these people, the mayor at the time came together and said, no, no, we don't want we don't want all these rich billionaires coming to our neighborhood. And then 20 years later, uh, they're still crying about the neighborhood that hasn't been built. So they use us, they abuse us, they lie to us all the time. So it's time for us to especially during election times. It's time for us to pay a little bit more attention because they come to us. Think about this, guys. Just think about it. Look, all right, we're hood, we're street, whatever, but think about it. We're not stupid. If we pay a little bit of attention, you'll see exactly what they're doing. Look, they don't care about us in the hood. They don't care about us at, at, in, at the ghetto, in the, uh, in the, in the uh, apartment, um, you know, the, uh, the projects and all this. They don't care about us. When do they show up to talk to us? When do they show up to tell us that they're going to do stuff for us? When? During election time, during the time they're going to run for they want to become the mayor or they want to become city council or they want to become a congressman. Now they're in our neighborhood. Now they're telling us that they're going to do stuff. Now they're telling us, you and me in the neighborhood, the people who who they don't care about, the people that they look down upon uh, uh, constantly. Uh, now we're the smartest people in the room. No, you're smart. You're going to vote for me, the congressman, the city councilman, the mayor, because I look like you. I'm the same color as you. I talk like you. And you're going to vote for me because you're smart and you know better that them Republicans or them white people, whatever. Nah, man, us. It's, this is us. This is we. This is we. You're smart, so you're going to do the right thing. And then as soon as the election's over, they win, they go, and they disappear again for another two years, for another three years or four years until the next um, mayor's election, until the next uh, uh, city manager's, uh, whatever, until the next Congress or, or presidential election. They disappear. Now, all of a sudden, that person that they were praising on how smart we are and all, now you need to hush and shut up and sit down. Now we're going to tell you what's right for you. You're wasting too much electricity. Uh, you're wasting too much gas in your car. You shouldn't fly. You're carbon, this and that. Now you're dumb all of a sudden. What happened to that smart person that they were praising uh, 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 just a little while back? When they came to our neighborhoods, when they come to the projects, when they come to our apartments, looking for our votes, telling us to sign up or sign our, our, our ballots or whatever. They use us all the time. And, and look, it, it, here's, here's, the, here's the messed up part. My entire life, right? I've been, I've, I live in the neighborhood. I live in the hood or in the ghetto. Not in the ghetto, in the, in the hood. I went to hood schools and everything. My entire life, a white teacher, a white person never was racist and told me, you're never going to be nothing. They never said nothing like that. The only people who've always who've always said that to me were Mexican teachers, were black teachers who tried to instill that that uh, uh, that negativity about about our situation. Like if there's no escape from from this. Like, like you'll never get out of the hood. They 
politicians, people in power, they rather you be like that. They rather you be uh, uh, comfortable in, in the hood without no without nothing fixed. Without, they don't care. They rather they just want you to be comfortable. Like if there's no escape, there's plenty examples of people who grew up single moms, whatever, black, Mexican, from the ghetto, from the gutter, who have succeeded and have become business owners, doctors, lawyers, politicians, successful people. There's plenty of examples out there. But we are constantly bombarded with negativity. We are constantly bombarded with, you know, with look at the white people are being racist. You know, in the colleges, they're trying to teach that or, or being orderly and organizing your stuff and being on time. That's racist. Voter ID laws. They use this terminology because they know that it scares people. They hear voter ID because I remember, I used to think this when I would hear voter ID. The first thought that came to my mind was like, why can't I just show my driver's license? Why do I need an extra ID to go vote? That was my initial thought about voter ID. But see, politicians, they're smart. They know what they're doing. So they use this terminology to, to see, they're not lying, but, but they're omitting something. They're, they're trying to make it seem and they understand that this is probably going to be our first reaction is that why do I need something else to vote? I already have a license. I already have an ID. But they use the word voter ID to trick us. And we fall for it. And they've been fighting about these things. And they say, and here's how, and here's how, here's how racist the whole idea is. If you just sit back and think about it, like, let's think about it. We're from the hood. We're not stupid. Right. We're not stupid. We might be a little ignorant or whatever, but we're not fucking stupid. The folks who 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 fight against having ID laws when you vote, like to show your driver's license. Right. That's what voter ID means. Just show your license, your driver's license, your Texas ID, whatever, just to make sure that that's you. Right. So so there's people that fight against that. And when you ask them, well, well why? Why? Why is that a bad thing? They'll say things like you can look them up. They'll say things like, oh, well, well, minorities have a hard time getting a license or, or getting the proper documentation to get an ID. You know, like right out right away. It's like a low expectations simply because of our skin color. They have low expectations of us simply because of our skin color. Oh, no, you they're black. They they can't go to that. They can't go to get a driver's license. You know, oh, they're Mexican. They don't know where the DMV is at. No, no. We do know where these things are at. We all have driver's license. We all have our IDs, right? You can't survive in life. You can't get anything. You know, you need an ID, right? Those are laws that we all, there's probably somewhere, somebody that can't do it or whatever, but that's not the rule. That's the exception. Yet they talk to us like we're like we're dumb because fuck, man, for the most part, we are dumb. Look at the things that we look at the things that we uh, waste our time on. We put a lot of effort into things that have nothing to do, that have no uh, positive, you know, ramifications in society or in life. But we dedicate time and effort and 
um, you know, our emotions and stuff, too. A lot of things that mean nothing. And politicians around election time, they know we're bitter. They know we are angry. They know we're broke. They know all these things. So they come and they lie to us and they tell us and they make all these promises because now you're smart because you're going to vote for me. You're not going to vote for the white people. You're not going to vote for the Republicans because they hate Mexicans. You know, you're not going to vote for the Republicans because they hate blacks. I mean, think about it, man. It's time to wake up in the hood. Because it's it's to our own demise. If we don't know what the hell's going on, then damn, we don't even read books. We don't even we clown. We clown people when they when they try to, you know, try to break off some knowledge. We laugh. You know, there's people that 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 I say we in the hood that folks look up to, rappers and stuff that don't know nothing. But they'll come on the microphones, they'll come on the podcast, and they'll spit all this stuff, acting and thinking like if they actually know. <clears throat> I mean, damn, bro, motherfuckers ain't even read a book, and they wanna and they wanna spit some knowledge. Now that's the that's the motherfucker we should be laughing at. That's the motherfucker we should be clowning. Is the motherfucker that hasn't read any books, the person that's had their head up their ass all the time. And now they want to spit knowledge. Now they want to kick knowledge. Nah. And then when you let them speak, you're like, shit, man. It's better if you just shut the fuck up. We need to wake up because there's situations going on. And and they're going to play with us as they do every election cycle. They play with us. They lie to us. They fucking pull stuff on us. You'll see. There'll be protests. There'll be riots. And who knows? Who knows how far some of this stuff will go? I mean, damn. You can't put anything past people who are who are wanting to to seize and keep the power that they've that they've had for so many years. This is about, you know, when it comes to elections, it's about you, the citizen. It's not about them, the politicians, or even the, 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 the president. It's not about a person, a particular person. It's about an ideal, the American ideal. And not only the American ideal, but uh, our, our constitution and our revolution, our declaration of independence. That's what America is about. That's what we should be voting for and fighting for and 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 you know wanting to instill those values in in our in our future generations in our children in our schools in our society those are the things that should be flowing through us they should be on the on the on the walls of the buildings and all these things it should be memorialized everywhere they shouldn't be taking down statues of ex-presidents or civil war generals or any of these things why why do you want to erase history so we can forget it We need to wake up because they're going to abuse us. They're going to use us and we're going to suffer. When inflation goes up, the poorest people in the hood suffer. Why? Because now groceries are high. Now gas is high. Now the bills are high. How the hell, uh, you know, parent, my parents, uh, fixed income, you know, how are people like them supposed to survive when, when the inflation rate is 10, 15, 20%. 
We need to wake up. We need to start doing some things. Read some fucking books. Take your head out of your ass already. Put the fucking phone down. Leave TikTok alone. Get away from all that bullshit and start thinking about what really matters. There's an invasion on our southern border. If you haven't seen it, go to X, go to Twitter, look it up. You'll see videos of hundreds of thousands of people coming in every month. We have people down there live on the scene day after day. They've been showing everybody. They've been showing the nation what the hell is going on over there. But fucking Univision, uh, Telemundo, the local Fox, local people, they don't give a fuck. They're not going to show you this stuff. They're not going to tell you what's going on. Why? Because they're part of the whatever system or whatever. Because if they weren't, if they were trying to keep the government in check, like when one, when a certain president is, is in office and they'll, oh, look at this or look at that. Meanwhile, all of a sudden, nothing's going on. No, they, they hide stuff from us because there's stuff that they don't want you to know because they already know that you're ignorant. Now, I kind of like, like, you know, if 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 you had a, if you were able to speak to the migrants right cuz they're you know they're coming through and sometimes they gather by the by the by the wall and there's 100 or 2 or 300 of them and you know if there was something that you can say to them right it's like what could you possibly say to 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 folks right something positive something negative cussing at them telling you know get the fuck out of here what right so um, I kind of um, I I have a message for the migrants who understand Spanish. So I hope uh, for those who who hear this and are able to hopefully spread it somewhere on the socials or whatever, feel free to do so. El mensaje para el inmigrante. El migrante. Este, es, uh, tómalo como un advertencia de nuestra gente de los Estados Unidos. Now, normalmente lo, los damos un bienvenido con manos abiertas. Right? Cuando uno se presenta en la puerta de mi casa y, y suena y, y me pregunta que si puede entrar y yo le doy permiso claro te doy permiso para entrar a mi casa ¿Eh? pero si usted se metió por mi ventana sin mi permiso qué debo de pensar qué debo de pensar si te metes por mi ventana pero te traes tus amigos contigo y se ponen a comer mi comida y se ponen a usar mi mi ropa Y, y dormir en mi cuarto, right? So, 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 ¿qué debo de, qué, qué uno, yo de la casa, qué debo de sentir? ¿Qué debo de pensar de usted que se metió por la ventana? Right? So, en cualquier momento, en cualquier normal, en cualquier normal situación, uno lo agarra y lo bota para afuera. Vámonos. La verga. Right? So, Uno sabe, ustedes entienden, mira, no están, no están, no son mensos, ustedes entienden, son adultos, ustedes entienden, ¿ok? Entienden que, 
Okay. En la manera que entraron a nuestro país, a nuestra casa, no fue, no fue correcto. Right? No fue manera legal. Right? Te dijeron, alguien, alguien les dijo, alguien te dijo, vaya, vaya, es ok, vayan. Y nomás di que estás buscando sí, asilo, right? asilo. Y, y, y diles un nombre, rompe tus papeles y diles un nombre falso. Es ok, no hay, es ok, no hay problema. Ok, ustedes saben muy bien, son adultos, no son niños. Saben muy bien en la manera que llegaron, tiraron sus papeles, dieron nombres Uh, incorrectos whatever so, va, a, va a llegar un momento so, ellos les mintieron el, el, el persona que le dijo que vengan acá les mintieron, les dijeron vayan, vayan porque es ok, pero no es ok los usaron porque los políticos de aquí no son no son uh, 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 bien buenos que oh mira nos están dejando venir porque nos quieren y, y, y quieren uh, uh, la a la gente de nuestros países. No, ellos quieren el poder sobre la gente. So, están, los están usando a ustedes, el migrante, los están usando. Y va a llegar el momento que cambia la ley o que cambia el presidente o algo. ¿Y sabes qué? Para afuera. No va, eh, si dieron nombres falsos, si dieron documentos, no tienes ni tus documentos. ¿Qué esperan? ¿Qué piensan que es lo que va a pasar? Puede ser que les dan una tarjetita y de un dinero y un, un, un hotel para un mes. ¿Qué crees? ¿Que les van a dar para siempre? No. Se acaba el dinero, se acaba el tarjetita, se acaba el, el hotel y afuera. A ellos no les importa a tú o tu niño que se van a dar en el frío. No les importa. Ellos nomás quieren el número las personas, los números, porque van a hacer el censo, en el censo van a decir, oh, mira tantas personas que tenemos aquí, y les van a dar más poder a ellos sobre la, la gente. Y va a llegar el tiempo que los van a arrestar, y les van a decir, fuera. Y no va a haber nada que puedan decir, no va a haber nada que puedes decir. O so, cuando llegue el momento, nomás prepárese. Pero por, por, por mientras, en el tiempo de mientras, si quiere superar, si quiere hacer cosas buenas, si quiere tratar de, de you know, a trabajar y buscar maneras de hacer cosas buenas, bien, bien. Pero si vienes a cagar el palo, si vienes a chingar, si vienes a robar, si vienes a joder, les va a ir bien mal. Porque aquí, en los Estados Unidos, nosotros, como no en como sus países que no los dejan tener fierros, aquí todos tenemos fierros. Todos tenemos fierros. Y si vienen a chingar, si vienen a robar o whatever, espere, espere que le vayan a poner en la madre. Porque acá tenemos derechos que no tienen en sus países. Y lo que ustedes tienen que entender es que nos quieren quitar esos derechos y nos y están usando a ustedes para hacerlo. Pero si vienen a trabajar, si vienen a hacer las cosas bien, ok, bien, pero como llegaste, ya cagaste el palo. So, va a llegar un momento que nos van a votar, pero en mientras, calmado, todo bien, jala, trabaja, bien, uh, haz dinero, no, no jodas, no, no chingues, o si no, nos van a arrestar y los van a votar. 
Y luego sí es cuando no van a poder regresar. Eso no es un juego. ¿Tú crees? ¿Tú crees? Que, que, que en Nueva York oh, los mandan en un bus o les dan un ticket en el avión o hotel y ya. Y, pero cuando se acaba la feria, ¿qué crees que va a pasar? ¿Qué crees que va a pasar? Vas a vivir en la calle. No te van a dar trabajo. Si llegas y si no tienes familia, si llegas y si no tienes trabajo, si llegas y si no tienes casa, ¿qué crees que va a pasar? ¿Qué espera que va a pasar? So, so. Va a llegar un momento donde se va a cortar todo ese pedo. Cuando se va a acabar todo ese pedo. So, nomás entienda, entienda. Si vienen a chingar, nomás prepárese. Porque acá no nos dejamos. Puede ser que les toca en un, una ciudad o un lugar donde la gente no... Lo, porque en ciertas ciudades no les dejan tener fierros. Pero en Texas y en muchos lugares aquí en el sur todos tenemos fierros. Chingo de fierros. Y sabemos cómo usarlos. Y no tenemos miedo a usarlos. Si alguien está quebrando en la casa, metiéndose en la casa, tratando de robarnos. So, vengan bien. Vengan bien. Y si no vienen bien, pues no esperen las cosas bien. Va a llegar un tiempo donde se va a hacer todo mal. Para afuera va a llegar y van a arrestarlos. Los van a poner en un bus, en un avión. Y los van a mandar a su casa. Y no va a haber nada que puedan decir. Porque no tiene derecho a decir nada. Los están usando, los están usando, es todo. Los, los políticos de aquí, los, los demócratas, los están usando. ¿Sabes por qué? Porque ellos saben que somos ignorantes. Ellos saben que no sabemos nada. Ellos saben que nomás queremos trabajar y no nos importa los políticos, la política. Ellos saben eso. So, los van a usar a ustedes como siempre tra quieren tratar de usar a la gente de aquí, de nuestro país. Pero la gente de aquí se está levantando, se está despertando y diciéndole, no, no, ya no vamos a, a creerle a esta chingadera. Son como el PRI, los de, los de México. Los demócratas son como el PRI de México. Son los más, los, los políticos más corruptos. Son culebras, son venenosos los demócratas. Y ellos son los que le están dando la feria a los, a los, a los, uh, a los uh, non-profit, a los charities para que les ayude a, a darles dinero al hotel y al avión y esas cosas. Ellos son los venenosos. Y ellos les van a decir, oh, mira a los republicanos. Oh, mira a los, los, los gringos que no quieren a los latinos. No es así, man. Los están usando, es todo. That's it. Like, sorry. That's it. Va a llegar el tiempo donde se va a acabar todo este pedo y va, va a valer madre. Va a valer madre. ¿Ok? Y no hay nada que puedan decir. No hay nada que puedan decir. To the migrants that understand English that are coming across the border. Just want to give you a fair warning about, you know, about America. Now, unfortunately, at the moment, we have a weak president, a weak administration who doesn't do their job and letting you write in. Come on in. And I know a lot of you, some of you, have good intentions. Like, you're not here to rob or to, to some of you just want 
the American dream. All right. I, I can understand that. I can understand that. And But the way you chose to come into our house by climbing in through the window, you already messed up. Okay. So in the meantime, you might get your little, you know, you might be able to work. You might get your little money or whatever. There's going to be a time where, where all this comes to an end. There's going to be a new administration coming. There's going to be new laws. There's going to be somebody who actually enforces our laws. And, and the moment will come to where you will go back home to your family, to your people, wherever that may be, whatever part of the world you ran from, you'll be sent back. But, but I just wanted to give you all a little, you know, just a little heads up to all of you who understand English, who come from English speaking lands and you come into America and whatever. I just want to give you a little heads up. Some of you men don't respect the women. Some of you, some of you don't respect women in your nations. And, and you come here and uh, just want to give you a warning that we don't play. We don't play that stuff. You know? So, so just kind of fair warning. Like, beware that if you are used to treating women in your nation a certain way, if you're handsy with them or, or, or you see them lower than men or whatever, just be prepared because around around here we protect our women, and if we see something, you know, we're gonna react. And and Americans, so you've seen all of you guys, y'all seen cowboy movies. Y'all know the Americans are cowboys. It's it's not just a movie. We are cowboys. So so if you come and you cause trouble and you're here to rob and to steal and to cause trouble. Just a fair warning that we don't, you know, we don't take kindly uh, to to people doing that, you know, people stepping out of line in our pretty organized society. I mean, yeah, we have our areas where we fight each other, but that, that's us. That's our, you know, our stuff here in our family. We have our family beats fine, but you're a visitor. If you're a visitor and you come into my house and you messing up my stuff and you messing up my shelves and flipping around my, you know, moving my furniture. I'm going to have a problem with it. If you come and start disrespecting my wife or my daughters, we're going to have a problem, right? So, so you might be used to treating women a certain way wherever you're from, but here we don't do that. And here, if we see you doing that, you're going to be dealt with. That's just what we do. So just one, I just want you to understand that we have lines in our society. We do have lines that if you cross, we, the people, the citizens, the community will get involved. We have laws that allow us to get involved. And then I know some of you are here to do serious harm hey all right it, it's a it's a game that, that 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 that's played in politics in society in nations just be for, just be forewarned about the american uh, ethos the american ethic we're cowboys 
and we like to fight. And we're always looking for a good fight. And we're all armed. We all got our irons and we're heavy, all of us. All of us. So, so if you come here to do harm, if you come here to harm our women, if you come here to steal and to and to rob and to, you know, just mooch off of the system and be a uh, a locust and be violent with people, we'll we'll, we'll give you a nice welcoming party. Don't fuck up in the wrong hood. Y'all coming, whatever. Don't fuck up in the wrong hood. We like to dance. Give us a reason. My message to the church. What are we doing? We're supposed to be, uh, the church is supposed to be a, a strong political force. That's what the church is. What have we been doing? I think it's time for the church to really awaken, to really step out of its, its box that it's been confined to. You know, we've done, we've done ourselves harm. We've done society harm by, by separating what we call the religious world, the religious realm, the religious sector from, from the uh, secular Right, the religious world, the secular world. When we think that way, um, we're only we're only uh, uh, handicapping ourselves. Because when you think of the ideals and, and the fundamental principles that are that are uh, based in 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 the in the Christian, you know, in the Christian Bible and the Hebrew Bible, when you look at the fundamental principles. Uh, uh, that are there those things should be easily transmitted and easily transferred and translated into society into the politics into the everyday life we don't have to be divided by oh this is church stuff so this is we can only talk about this stuff in the church in within the walls of our our building that we call the church it's time for us to break out of those walls because the principles that are that we, um, the principles that that the church, that the that the Christians and that the religious people hold themselves to is is the principles that that are for society. Those principles are for the secular world. There's no dividing line between the two. We need to start doing a better job of 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 removing that line of being able to speak to people in ways that they understand. And communicating our, our 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 values, but these ideals that have been tried and true, proven over generations and thousands of years that people have been living and following certain ideals, certain principles. And wow, look at the results! It was the results of living this way is way better than the results of living that way. Who would have known? But we scare people away when oh Jesus, give your life to Jesus. You know Jesus is the Son of God. 
How about we figure out a way to tell people the exact same thing, the message that Jesus taught us, the messages of Moses, the messages of the prophets. How can we say those same things to the people in the community who aren't religious, who've never read a Bible, who are atheists or scientists, whatever? How do we tell them those stories? We need to be able to. There's no dividing line because then a lot of us will say, no, give your life to Jesus. Well, you're wrong. You believe in science. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. Give your life to Jesus. What if somebody is not receptive? How do we save? How do we awaken their hearts? How do we plant the seed of, of ideals that is going to help save their life from themselves? How do we do? We just walk away. Oh, you don't want to hear about Jesus. Oh, well, I guess I'm done. We need to find ways to do it. You need to find ways to just plenty of you out there in the church. You're wise. You got you know, the books, you know, the scriptures. You got to figure something out. You got to figure out ways of talking to the people that brings them closer to the ideals, to the rock, to the fundamentals that are written in these words. It's not about the building that we go to. It's not about even the person that we pray to. It's about the ideals that, that we live by, that save us from ourselves, that guide us in the right direction to, to a place that's peaceful, to a place that's, that's uh, fruitful, a place away from anger and, and, and resentment and fear. People get scared off when we talk to them in certain ways. But we, the church, you, the church out there, you, the religious person, you, the ministers, you, the pastors, you, the priests need to figure out a way to bring more people towards the good, towards the light, towards these ideals that we all live by, that we all know are, uh, are, pro are tried and true. We got to do a better job. We have a nation to save. And if we just sit back and do our little prayers and do our little church stuff on Sunday and oh, we don't get involved in 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 politics because they'll take away our our nonprofit status. Fuck that. If it's all about money, then fuck you. Get your ass out of that fucking building. Yeah. Feed the people in the streets and all. But there's more to it. There's people out there that are looking for answers that are looking for leadership. They're looking for for direction and wisdom. Somebody, please tell me what's going on. Some of you out there know you have that you read the Bible. You have the knowledge and the wisdom, hopefully, to answer some of these questions. It's time to change it up a little bit. The church is slipping. You're going to you can't leave it up to people out here like me who don't have a, I don't have a big old platform. I don't have a congregation. I don't have these things that you in the church already have. But in the meantime, you're staying back. Oh, no, we can't get involved in politics. Oh, they'll take away our status. If that's if that's your if that's if that's your attitude towards it, then yes, sit to the side. We don't need your help. If that's your attitude, then yes, please slide over there. It's go time, baby. It's go time. Our communities are falling apart. Our cities are falling apart. Our leaders are shit. People aren't obeying our laws. The people who are in charge of enforcing our laws aren't enforcing them. It is up to us. It is up to you, the citizen. It is up to you out there in the churches. It's time to do something. 
more than what we have already been doing, more than what we've been doing. It's not enough. It's not enough congregating on Sundays and reading the Bible over and over and over. It's not enough. It's time to get involved politically. My message to the people in the movement. I call it the conservative movement, but the liberty movement, the movement that, you know, we're trying to save a nation. The America first, the, the proud people that love this nation. There's broadcasters and podcasters and creators and influencers. This message is for you guys, for all of us out here. I think it's time for a renewal, like a renaissance, a, a reawakening, a rebirth of, of our movement. I'm from the old school. I come from the Tea Party movement. And I think there needs to be something like that happening within the movement now, in this time that we're in. Doesn't have to, it, it, this is, uh, and I mean this like, it's not like, oh, somebody's gonna do, no. Something needs to happen within our movement that, that wakes us up. That has to be organic. Right? So, so we see what's going on. You know, we have, we have our, our platform. You know, we have our platforms. Some of you have millions of followers and your, you know, your channels and your shows and all that. Okay. You know, good. Some of you do news. Some of you do commentary. Some of you do, you know, miscellaneous stuff. But we're all, we're all different branches of the same tree, the tree of liberty, right? So we all have our part to do in this movement, right? I deal with philosophy. I deal with wisdom and religion and all these things, history. That's, that's my part. Some of you do news um, uh, and, 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 and commentary, political commentary, those things. That's needed. All of that is needed, right? People are creators. They create and they make a film and they Okay, all of these things are needed for our movement to succeed and to attract more people. Uh, but but within the movement, it's like we're, we're kind of like losing focus a little bit. We're losing focus. And I think it's time for us to kind of reassociate ourselves with some of the things that are that are um, uh, part like some of the things um, I some of like books and stories and that are part of our movement that that I think a lot of us in the past several years have have moved away from, you know, because, uh, uh, you know, people who have their podcast and they do political news and political, they might mention like the gulag archipelago but you could tell they haven't read it you know they don't mention books like uh like uh plato's republic or or uh ethics uh, um aristotle's ethics or anything like that right art of war you don't men you don't hear nobody mention these these books these books that are that are uh that have wisdom in it that people in our movement great thinkers in our movement, Levin, um, Rush Limbaugh, great men, D'Souza, um, uh, Peterson, great men that have read these books. And that's why they are so wise. And that's why they are so knowledgeable about these things because they read Plato, right? They've read the Gulag Archipelago. But see, this this is for the message for you out there, the, the podcaster, the broadcaster, the political commentator. It, it's not enough to just simply come and, and, and talk about, that's okay, you want to talk about politics, that's fine. But that's not enough for you to do that every single day, to come out here and, you know, read the news and give your opinion, you know, your opinion about what's going on out there. 
great, your opinion. There's a thousand opinions out there. We all have opinions, right? But but it's time to start doing something a little more, right? So so it's time for us, it's time for you out there to start. If you haven't associated yourself, if you haven't read books like 1984 and, and, and Gulag Archipelago, it's time to start reassociating yourself with that. Yeah, you've read it. Oh, I remember reading 1984 in high school or whatever. Well, read it again. Watch the video. Watch the movie. See the things so you can get an idea of what's going on. Animal Farm. Watch these things again. Read them. Listen to them on audiobook. Refamiliarize yourself with Animal Farm. Right? You you want to know what's going on in society? Read um, uh, uh, the Plato's Republic. He talks about how a society goes from a monarchy to a democracy to a tyranny. He explains it all in Plato's Republic. You didn't know that. Why? Because they didn't tell you that. Well, I'm telling you, Plato's Republic. You want to know what's going on in society? Read Plato's Republic. You want to see what's possible with an unfeathered uh, 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 government that's all powerful, all consuming? Read the Gulag Archipelago. All you got to do is read the first chapter of the Gulag Archipelago. And you'll see how far a, 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 uh, a government can go. And you'll see how far, you know, it, what it'll do to hold this power and to reign over the people. You want to know how movements uh, are grow and how they fall and, and fall in upon themselves? Then read The True Believer by Eric Hoffer. He explains how movements grow and how they, there's people, there's agitators. And who they agitate? The, the disaffected, the addicts, the lonely, the angry. Those are the people that you see in these riots and in these movements. They all look like fucking weirdos with fucking blue hair and all this shit. Why? Because they're mad already. All they need is, hey, you're mad. Oh, shit, come on. We're going to be mad together. Let's be mad together and fuck some shit up over here. That's what they do. The true believer, Eric Hoffer. You want to know how to fight these people? <laughs> Read The Art of War, Sun Tzu. You'll see, he'll give you, it. there's 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 hints and clues and there, there's wisdom in there on how to fight battles. How And it's not just a battle out in the battlefield, but political battles, battles in our society, ideals, uh, in community, in business. It tells us how to do those things. It guides us. Why? Because there's wisdom in there. You haven't read, oh, I've heard about it. Yeah, the art of war. Nah, read it, know it, learn it, be it. Let it flow through your veins. You want to know how to combat these people? Read the art of war. You want to know how law dissolves from, from being what's supposed to be something good that protects your, your property, your liberty, you know, that protects these things. You want to see how it dissolves and devolves into, into ty tyranny, into, into um, uh, plunder? Then read the, uh, read the law by Frederick Bastiat, French philosopher from the 1800s, late 1800s. Right before the French Revolution, he was telling the people, look what's going on. He was trying to awaken the people. Law is supposed to protect us. Law is supposed to protect our liberties. Law is supposed to do these things. We don't know these things, but we want to talk about politics. We don't know these things, but we want to talk like we want to, like some of us talk like uh, some of the uh, uh, political speakers out there and commentators and newscasters, they they don't know these things, but they want to act like they want to. They know how to run a party. They have an opinion on everything except them. They can read a book, read Plato's Republic. Then I want to know your opinion. 
because your opinion ain't going to be some lame ass shit about high he like, oh, is he wearing high heels? Like, that's the stupidest shit that we're getting involved. Look, look how we've devolved our movement, our party. We've devolving into the thing that we're fighting against, fighting about if, if a certain candidate has high heels. I want to hear opinions that are based in with wisdom. What did, what, did, what did Plato say about this stuff? What did Christ say about these things? He was a political figure. What did Christ say about these things? What does the Buddha say? What do the history books say? What does Alexander Solzhenitsyn say about these things? Cicero. You think you think these books are just there for, you know, they're not memes. Like, oh, look, I have the book. I have 1984. I have Animal Farm. Have you read it? Have you seen it? Do you know what it means? It's like it's like these books are screaming at us from from these authors are screaming at us from beyond the grave through their writings. They're warning us. They figured out a way to tell a story that got away from uh, the, the all seeing eye. Because they wouldn't have published it, Animal Farm, if they, you know, if they would have really seen what he was trying to tell us. 1984, they wouldn't have published it if they would have seen. They don't like power. Uh, uh, tyrants don't give away their power easily. They will lie. They will cheat. They will fight. They will erase history. They will change the language. They will lie to you during during uh, election season. They will lie to you when something happens with the war. They'll start wars during election seasons. They have people dressed up. They have federal agents dressed up as, as uh, Antifa or dressed up as patriots, starting stuff, starting fires, starting riots. This isn't all conspiracy. This is what the fuck they do. We need to learn these things. You need you need to know these things. You out there, the political commentator, the political pundit, you need to know these books. You need to know these things. You need to do them. We have a nation to save. And it's all hands on deck. We can't sit around anymore. We can't play around the same old political nonsense every day. Same old bullshit, political garbage. Give us some, give your listeners, give them something more. Everybody's out there looking for answers. They're not looking for, they're not looking for uh, 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 opinions. People are looking for answers to what's going on in society. And what are we doing? What are we doing out there? You out there. With your shows and your politics and your, and your podcasts. What are you doing? You're acting just like the left. This isn't freaking Hollywood. Fucking uh, uh, listening to uh, uh, politics every day about who slept with who or what the hell's going on. No wonder. No wonder we get played. No wonder why. Because the people with the loudest voices don't know shit. Meanwhile, there's... People in the back out here yelling, oh, hey, Mark Levin, Mark Levin, people like me, others, Jordan Peterson, hey, please don't forget about uh, um, 1984. Please don't forget about Solzhenitsyn. Please don't forget about these things out here. Don't forget about them while you're talking about high heels uh, on, on the candidate or you're talking about bullshit on your show. 
It's time to do something. Hey, we got a nation to save. It's time to do something. It's time to stand up. It's time to do more. We're all doing our thing, but it's time to do more for yourself. Fuck it. Educate yourself. It's just going to make you stronger. And it's going to make your audience stronger. That's what we need to do. That is time for us to start doing these things now. Time is running out. We have a fucking nation to save. For God and country, baby. All right. All right. Well, that's it. I just leave it right there. <sighs> yeah, yeah. All right. All right, folks. Well, that's it. That's it. There's nothing else to say. We got a lot of work to do. Got a lot of work to do. All right. So I hope I hope I want to thank you, first of all, for sticking all the way through. And if you did stick all the way through and you enjoyed what you heard, I want to thank you. And um, if you did like what you hear, please don't forget to hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening to us. Make sure you tell your friends about it. Clip it, share it. I don't care. Remix it, whatever. Do whatever you want to do to get the message out. Uh, we have a battle to win. Um, it's not just about uh, politics and it's not just not about elections. It's way more than that. So we got to go way beyond the the superficial. We got to go way beyond that now. There's no more games, no more time for games. All right, folks. So I hope you and if you did, please hit the subscribe button. Tell your friends uh, all of that good stuff. I stand. Don't forget to follow us on our socials. Uh, I am on X fuck Facebook. So, uh, you know, follow us on X. Uh, J Marie Thesis Pod on X. We're out there doing good things. Este, hang out with us over there. Please reach out to us. Uh, I'm available. Just reach out on our socials. Um, you know, you have questions. Um, I, I am hopefully, I've been so busy that I haven't really had time to, but I have a couple of, of um, interviews that I have lined up. Well, not quite signed the dotted line yet, but but kind of getting niched in there a little bit. So, so hopefully that'll be coming up soon. I'm going to work on that for you guys. Um, as the, what else? Uh, no, that's it. Uh, just hang out with us on on uh, X. There's a lot of stuff happening over there. Um, if you not if you're not on X yet, please you need to go. Um, there's so much things happening. There's stuff that that they allow on X that they do not allow on the other platforms. Like they shut it off on on Fox. I mean on on Facebook or on Insta Instagram and all these. But so if you want to see videos of what's going on in the southern border, if you want to see videos of of things of, of you know of politicians getting caught in lies or the the, the human trafficking uh by the with the um nonprofit groups you need to be on x there's plenty of people out there doing great work um just shit go to my <laughs> i can start naming them all right now but go to my go to my uh channel and then you'll see that i'll be following the people who are actually on the ground filming these things on the border and i you know we we got to get the, the, the word out. So do that. Uh, that's it. In the meantime, stay safe out there. Please stay healthy. Read some books. Please read some books. Re-familiarize re re, uh, familiarize yourself with, with the books uh, that are important, that are important for not just for our, our, our liberty and our freedom, but for our movement to survive. We got a lot of work to do. So, all right, guys. 
Stay safe. Stay healthy. I will talk to you soon. See you on X. Um, oh, um, want to do a X space? So please join us on X. There's a lot of things going on over there. I can't. I cannot um, stress that enough. Please go over there. All right, guys. I will see you soon. Uh, stay safe. Stay healthy. Peace out, folks. This is thesis. <laughs>